Spring is here, school is almost over, so that means once again, it is prom season. So get your tuxes, your dresses, get some a handful of condoms, and come along with us in the limo as we take you on a prom ride. But be warned, this prom ride is pure and utter shit. We watched Prom Ride. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Hey, 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 Moon Goons, what's up? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. Join me as always, my co-host, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing on this <laughs> lovely, sunny, wonderful day? That was like a very fat Albert, you kind of... <laughs> That's kind of like, yeah. hey, hey, hey. like, I'm like, where's he going with this? <laughs> hey, hey, it's horrible horror. <laughs> okay, why not? Yeah. I'm doing, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're getting a little too off track. Yeah, we are. Uh, I'm doing good. Um, yeah, so uh, just really quick, <laughs> this is how good I'm doing. Probably the most St. Louis thing in the world happened this week is a lady who was at the Cardinals baseball game was hit by oh. a stray bullet. Yeah. That has got to be the most St. Louis thing I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> I, I don't want to say that. just makes us look bad. That makes well, us real bad. It's pretty bad. But they did. Let's. I do want to clarify for those who aren't in there and haven't heard of this. The bullet... I, I don't know if this is good or bad. When the bullet came from outside the stadium, it wasn't somebody with a gun in the stadium. It was a random stray bullet that they think was happened from somebody who like just like shot a gun like, in the air or something. Like, it wasn't like you know, some other crime going on or a murder attempt. It was just some idiot I guess shot a bullet in the air and it, on the way down or something. It grazed this woman's arm. In the stadium. <laughs> in the stadium somehow. It, it's a lady. Like a, they said it was like a mile away or something like that. So again. Don't shoot guns up in the air. That's what happened. Right, right, right. Or else you'll hit some <laughs> Lane County, like, Cardinals fan. Yeah. And they said there was, like, ugh, I don't know why we're getting this, but there was, like, a kid, like, right in front of her. It could have hit like, this kid instead of her. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I don't know why we brought Aaron. You brought that up. That I don't know. It just went on my mind. Oh, well. Still love St. Louis. Uh, anyway, this week, like I said, uh, spring is here. School is winding down. So we... Uh, it's prom season, so uh, what better way to, to acknowledge that than by doing another prom horror movie? Yes, there's there's another one I found. Yeah, that's not the called Prom Night. <laughs> so right, what Prom Night one, two, three, four, five for the remake? <laughs> so we watched Prom Ride. Prom Ride. Prom Ride. Oh, it's kind of a weird title. It is a weird title. Uh, I will apologize right ahead for this episode because <laughs> this episode might just straight up suck. Uh, I this whole week I've been dealing with a lot of stuff on my plate. I have a, a, a seven month old with an ear infection. I've had to, you know her baptism and, and all this stuff that we were trying to organize and and get so I did not do a whole lot of delving deep into this movie like I could do with the other ones. So some of this I did kind of. Not, I didn't get a whole lot of time to, as I do it. Oh. In your defense, though, I gotta say this movie does not have a lot of meat. Yeah, that's there's, true too. There's really not a lot to dive into here. No, 
it's it's pretty weak. Weak sauce. Yeah, very weak sauce. So uh, do not blame any of you if you want to just turn this episode off and, and, and come back next week or skip this one. We'll not hold it against you I will. at all. I will. <laughs> you're going to listen to it, and you're going to like it. That's right. You're going to sit there and like it. We'll do our best, guys. We'll do our best. <laughs> this this movie doesn't give us a lot. All right. Anyway, Prom Riot released April twenty fourth, two thousand fifteen. So relatively new. One of our newer ones. Written and directed by a person named Kazim Molake, uh, who just sounds like a made up name to me. Uh, every time I hear Molake, all I'm thinking of is uh, Keen Peel Balake, A <laughs> uh, A Ron and Balake. That's all I'm thinking of when I. Hear are, you sh- are you sure you're pronouncing the name correctly? It could be Molake. It's M O L A K E. So Ugh, that's tough to pronounce. Yeah, Molake, Molake, I who knows. Uh, you can find this this turd on Amazon Prime for free, uh, and it's on iTunes as well. Uh, the cast we normally talk about the cast in this movie, but there's only one person I'm even going to mention this entire cast. Really, one person. Uh, it's the guy who Omar Gooding who plays the chauffeur slash Vane. Uh, he's got six nine credits. 57 episodes of Hanging with Mr. Cooper, that old... Uh, sweet. Sweet. Uh, he also did voices in Batman Beyond. He was in, uh, this was I think, the Snoop Dogg Tyrese movie, Baby Boy, where he played Sweet Pea. Uh, he was also in the, was it the 80s or early 90s, uh, Bill Cosby movie, Ghost Dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's when uh, Bill Cosby was doing movies, he did like Leonard Part 6. Yeah. And Ghost Dad. And I want to say there was one other one, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he also made an appearance uh, in this year's, one of this year's final four of the worst horrible movies of our bracket this year. He was in Hollow 2. So this is he's a repeat now. He's nice. now in the uh, two-time club here. Uh, but that's it. Everybody we're, else I'm not even talking about. We're this. starting to collect a few more uh, two-timers. Yeah, we're, you're yeah. getting up there now. So, all right, this movie, uh, it, it, first of all, I do want to say... I'll get into it later. Never mind. Fuck it. Uh, we open with a nine one one call from a father talking, uh, you know, to dispatch about how his daughter's limo was hijacked on the way to the prom, and we see the mother and father watching the TV news report, like the live TV footage of a police chase, chasing like this super souped up like uh, Hummer limo. It's giant. It's, it's a giant Hummer, stretched Hummer with like an extended like it's another. Like, it's, it's like a three... British bus, like one of those kind like double decker. It's like yeah. a double decker. It's it's insanely huge and gaudy. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, this it's thing. it's it's got like you know extra like three four feet on top. Of yeah, it. Um, and it's got like all these like flash like nightclub lights on the outside. The, the thing this thing shouldn't even be like street legal with all those lights on. It should be that would be like a hazard to other pe- drivers on the road. I would. It's think. like your niece bedazzled this limo. <laughs> you know, it's it's like over the top. It really is. Um, so we cut now. We go to one or three months. Prior to the police chase, I don't know and I don't care. Um, and we switch to the fucking POV footage of a group of high school kids on the beach. <sighs> and this scene is just pure dog shit, and it's goddamn boring. The POV ness of this uh, this whole movie, yeah, of this uh, whole movie is just it makes me nauseous at times. Yeah, well, well that's that's the one thing I hate about this movie is that it first of all, it doesn't really know what it wants to be because it's constantly switched between. The reg like third person standard uh, movie, and then uh, the first person POV from various 
uh, from all different sources too. Like like every kid's got like a different cell phone or a camera that's shooting video. So you're bouncing around from one kid's angle to another kid's angle to third person angle to a security camera which, to something which, yeah, that comes up later. It's just. There's, it's so damn annoying and frustrating. I mean, it, to keep track of it, just pick got, a, yeah, pick a format and stick with it. It's I mean, got ADD at the yeah, ass. The back and forth in this movie of the camera angles is like nauseating to a point. It's like almost like jolting and even confusing trying to keep track of what the fuck's going on and who's who and what's what. It's just there's too much of it. So basically, on this beach, the only thing you need to know from this whole beach scene is that one of the guys uh, whose name's Parker plans to ask this girl Junie. Uh, to the prom today. That's all you need to know. Uh, and th- but this scene goes on and on and on, way too long. Uh, finally, it ends, and the group goes to some clothing sh- sh- like shop. Uh, I think it's when Junie's mom owns it or something. Uh, Ju- like that. Her mom or she Junie works there. We know that. That's right. all that you need. Junie works there, and I hate all these kids because the first twenty minutes of this movie is basically just these annoying girls. Wooing and whooping and just being fucking annoying. And they're just well, they're being teenagers, but and it's, it's fucking annoying because I'm tired of teenagers. It's yeah, but not all teenagers are like this. But god damn, are they stereotypical? Stereotypical teenagers. There we go. Yeah. Party prom. There's, there's no plot. There's no story. No. There's no. I mean, even the dialogue. They're speaking over each other so much. Yeah, it's. You can't, My, it's, so, uh, even, like, when I'm first watching this, I'm thinking, okay, maybe I can start picking out little cl- clues and hints and things. No, there's no clever twist, no clever, you know, little nuggets or mm-hmm. Easter eggs, if you will, because it is, and it's real hard to tell what they're even saying. No, it's audio vomit is what this yeah. is. It's just audio vomit. They're it, just talking over each other so much, you can't really discern anything. And But don't worry, there's nothing to get. It doesn't matter, yeah. So... In the clothing store, the girls meet up with their friend Junie, who works there, and they all start trying on prom dresses. Um, now, if this movie wasn't awful enough already, and keep in mind, we're only seven minutes in. Literally. Seven minutes in this movie, and it's dog shit already. But, uh, well, hold on to your butts, guys, because uh, in comes Parker, who's now dressed like this red, sh- red dress shirt and black tie. And he sets. He looks am- like a fucking valet. He does. <laughs> he really does look like a valet. That's perfect. Uh, and he comes in and places this, places this massive, like old school boombox on the counter. Which, by the way, who the hell has one of those things nowadays? They still make them. They still just, make them those big ass boomboxes. Everybody I know is carrying around like those little like wireless Bluetooth speakers at best. You know, no like one's the, carrying around these giant boomboxes from the eighties anymore, or even the nineties. It's ridiculous. And this thing is massive. It, it's huge. I kind of uh, like it. So anyway, now this shit fest movie turns into a fucking high school musical ripoff. I kid you not, folks. I know. It's he, unbelievable. Parker breaks out into song and dance, singing, well, badly lip syncing, I should say, some song to Junie. It's all about, will you go to prom with me or some bullshit. It's this over-the-top prom at a moment of asking her to go, and he's accompanied by his friends, also wearing the same outfits. It's, the girls open up the curtains to the dressing rooms. It becomes it's a Broadway dance number now. It's it's, it's a song and dance number. It's ridiculous. Um, and with with choreography and everything, everything lighting, and, lighting too. The lights go down. There's special <laughs> lighting yes, that starts happening. It's it's a full on Broadway production, huh? Like, in a clothing store that's supposed you know just random, uh, and. 
not even halfway through this five minute musical number, which you have to sit the entire way through. Yeah. Like I said, all the, his friends and the girls and guys come out joining, but not just them. Like random customers just show up and start joining the dancing. Like they're dancing on top of like, uh, like the display cases. Yeah. yeah. And they're dancing like, uh, uh like uh, countertops. On the, ca- on the, the near the register. Like, like it's like it's insane. And they know the moves. It's just, I at this time I. I cannot believe what I'm watching at this point. I just how this made it into a movie. Who thought this was a good idea to put this in a movie? I I can't fathom this it's, at all. It's ridiculous. Now I know that's something uh, kind of more of a trend these days is um, over the top, uh, like um, asking or asking a you know guy or girl to go to the prom, and they've put it on YouTube and other Facebook pages. But this is like Hollywood produced. You know, this is. Yeah. I've seen some that are like you know. Like, oh, it's, I'm going to ask her to prom, and they'll have, like, you know, something grand in the background, like a bus pull up, and everyone's going, woo! It's like, Julie, we go to the prom with me, and everyone's <laughs> like, woo! You know, dumb stuff like that. So maybe it's cut from that vein, but goddamn, it's, it's, it's the fact that we had to watch the five-minute presentation. You have to watch the full thing. You have to watch the entire dance number. I mean, it's like One Direction on Broadway, and it's just utter shit. The whole thing is awful. It, it's just... The fact that this is even in the movie blows my mind. There was a bit of horror there in that, is that it killed a piece of my soul. It does. This movie does kill your soul. <laughs> it, it, it kills a good chunk of your soul. At that moment, just a little piece of me died. <laughs> uh, and like I said, at this point, we're not even 15 minutes into the movie yet. We're. St- it, it, I already know that we're in for just a massive heaping pile of stinking garbage from here on out. Like, you're just 15 minutes in, and you know you're in trouble. Uh so at this point, I'm saying, fuck it. We're just skipping ahead because for the next 10 minutes or so, nothing happens. Nothing exciting happens. Prom night. We're skipping ahead to prom night. And they well, all- it, the, the next 10 minutes is nothing but like the footage of the girls running around with their cameras, filming each other, getting ready for prom. The boys like coming over. Hey, the, even the parents are filming everything. So it's just several, like we were talking about earlier, several different angles of like first person footage yeah pov footage and it's just all them getting ready for prom it's yeah it's and it's lots of giggling and goofiness and again nothing to pick out of any of these scenes no there's nothing it's just it's mindless boring you it's just useless it's awful they talk briefly about like are you gonna give so-and-so a blowjob tonight i don't know i don't know yeah i'm a virgin i'm saving myself for so for my boyfriend and yeah it's you know that's that's kind of where we're at yeah it's like i said at this point there is no plot to this movie that you don't and so you can't say any of this is furthering the the plot because there there really isn't none uh so like i said they finally all pile into this the, the super gaudy atrocious limo and they go off to their prom dinner which again skipping the dinner scene pretty much after then, they go back off into the prom. Well, it's... The, okay, the, the only thing that happens that I consider any major point to, that you need to know about the dinner scene is that we find that two of the four girls in the group that were supposedly going, going to go to prom stag or by themselves are actually going together and that they've been in like a secret lesbian relationship for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And they finally come out and say, yeah, well, we're... We're going together because they got caught making out in the girls' bathroom. Yeah, so then they come out and they confess to everyone else, hey, we're together, we're a couple. And they're like, no, we don't believe you. And they, she says, no, we're, we're actually a couple. And there's a blonde girl and a brunette girl. And the blonde girl says... Blonde girl's Leah. Yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't even know their names. Yeah, it doesn't the, matter. It doesn't matter, but I do have, we have Leah and Alejandra, or the, the, the two lesbians. Mm-hmm. So 
There you go. So the blonde girl says, you know, oh, they're saying, what, is Grant not coming? And they said, nah, he, you know, I didn't go with him. And apparently it's some possible guy that she was going to go with and didn't go with. Yeah, he, he, so, she rejected him. She, yeah. He asked her, she said no. And they barely know each other. So yeah. that's kind of, the, you. that comes up later. Yeah. Uh, so again, we're skipping ahead again to about the 30-minute mark because, again, nothing's fucking happening. Uh, the camera just continues to go back and forth between first person and third person. But now it's mixing in the security camera footage from the limousine because this limousine apparently has security cameras. Three on. of them. Three of them. In the, yeah. That's been insane. Um, but, yeah, security cameras in the, in the limo. They must have some nasty shit going on in that limo <laughs> service where they need that much liability yeah, insurance. Yeah, well, look at that limo. You know some <laughs> debaucherous shit's going down in that Yeah, thing. yeah. That limo looked pretty cool, I mean, from the inside. I mean, there was it was big, lots of couches. They had a stripper pole built stripper up pole, in there. Yeah. Like a separate room in the back, Which almost. It's really weird. This, this limo has, like, basically three sections, sections. to it. There's the front, you know, regular front where the driver sits and the passenger seat. That's fine. And then, like, the rest of, like, the actual limo part is broken off into, like, two sections as well. You have, like, the regular main section, which is, like, bench seating all the way around, mm-hmm. lying. Bench the, seating. They got a little, stripper pole little and, like, wet bar. Wet bar and all that. And then there's, like, this VIP section. With, yeah. It's actually, like, an archway, a doorway with no door that leads to, like, another section of this limo. And it's just separate from, like, silver, metallic, like, streamer, tassel things that... I don't even know why, because they never really go in there. They don't use it, uh, except for, like, one time later in the movie. I guess and, that's the smush room. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that because these camera angles are constantly changing and so weird, I have no idea how is that, is that VIP section is supposed to be in the front of the limo or in the back of the limo. I think it's limo. in the back. But you can, It's hard to tell. It's so hard to tell because there are scenes where they show you in the, the back of the limo. Because Alejandra and Leah spend a lot of time in that very back seat, that one is like a regular back seat, where everybody else is in those vertical like bench seats, and there's just like a wall there, and there's no doorway there, so it makes you think they're in the front, or I don't know, it's fucking confusing. They, you can never figure this thing out. It doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> so now they're on the way to prom. The limo starts to swerve back and forth, and it comes to an abrupt stop. The driver tells the kids that some asshole just ran them off the road. So the chauffeur gets out to check, you know, that you know, you know, let me check for any damages and make sure the tires are okay and blah, blah, blah. Um, while he's outside, the kids, they hear the, start hearing the sounds of struggling, followed by pop, pop, pop of, of gunfire. And then the driver just slams up against one of the windows, blood pouring out of his mouth. He, he fa- falls out of frame. The, everyone's screaming. Ah! Yeah. He falls out of sight, presumably dead. Um, so after screaming and yelling by the kid, it's just awful. The limo then suddenly just starts peeling off down the road. So, oh, you forgot who po- whose face has popped up after the chauffeur got shot and killed. Up pops a guy with a fucking no. We didn't see the mask, did we? Okay, I yes. we. I was gonna save this mask for later, but we have to talk about this. The mask the killer wears in this makes him look like a combination, like a disco ball. And, like, a member of, like, Daft Punk. Yes! Like, he should be, like, in a nightclub on a stage, like, spinning the ones and the twos. Right! With, like, Daft Punk in the background. So after like, the chauffeur gets killed, <laughs> he falls out of frame, and then pops fucking Daft Punk. Yeah. <laughs> first thing I thought of, I was like, huh? <laughs> it's, 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 it's disco Daft Punk. Dude, it's... it's- ridiculous it's crazy it's it's <laughs> the mask is mirrored so every t- if you look into it you can see everything's reflecting off of this yeah. mirrored large long mask it, it, yeah kind of again it kind of makes him look like a, maybe like a transformer yeah or like, like or, or again like 
Destro had like a modern day Destro, very angular. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know? But it's still, no matter how you look at it, it's still so silly and just ridiculous. It's so <laughs> crazy. I'm just like, what? I can't get over it. It's so bad, in my opinion. Fuck. It's awful. Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> During Daft, the, Daft Punk takes control. Yeah, Daft Punk is taking control of the party limo. Um, and they're just playing, playing Daft Punk songs throughout the limo and torturing the kids with their awful, awful techno. One more time. <laughs> uh, so, I should like that song. <laughs> I won't like that one. It's all right. Uh, during this, the bumpy ride, like it's weird. Like They're just driving down. A, they're speeding down a highway, basically. And... Now all of a sudden, Parker starts getting sick because apparently he's a pussy. Like, there's no reason for him to get sick. But like, the car just bumping and maybe doing a little swerving. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna be sick." Here's the confusing part, also. <laughs> so they're driving in the car, and it seems like the guy's swerving a ton, like back and forth, and they're flying. But he, it's so violent, they're flying all over the back of the place, and so yeah. they're like, "Oh no!" And they all buckle up. Well, yeah, they even buckle. Yeah, now, yeah, eventually they all start buckling their seatbelts. Um, but how what, crazy does this guy have to drive to make him fly all over? Exactly. The thing's a gigantic rig. Yeah, it, it went swir- Yeah, I, I agree with you. But uh, I will say this. Uh, now, one thing I find really funny, but yet makes me incredibly mad at the same time about this, that there is cl- a clearly marked, visible, and easily accessible emergency door in the back part of the limo where, where all these kids are sitting. They're figuring, oh, my God, what's happening? Oh, my God. And yet no one does... Not one of these morons, these idiots, even try to open this emergency door during this pretty obvious emergency. <laughs> I mean, fuck, man. I would be kicking that door open and tucking and rolling my fat ass out that door. <laughs> uh, but nope. No one tries to open this thing at all. They don't even acknowledge it's even there at all in this movie. It's a giant oversight that nobody even tries this emergency door. When like, Holy shit. Our driver just been murdered, and we're being hijacked and kidnapped. But let's just sit here and take it. So eventually, Parker Parker he vomits on himself. He just throws up. Doesn't matter. Um, at this point, uh, Leah, like I said, the blonde girl Leah, she starts sending out emergency texts to her dad with her cell phone. And uh, oh, again, because no one can get reception, no one can make a phone call. Yeah, but she's able to get text out magically again. This Which, is this is a 2015 movie. Yeah, there's you pretty know. much, they're, and they're like in L.A. too. Then, yes, LA they're, they're in L.A. There's gonna be cell phone coverage everywhere out there. So unless there's something built into the hyped up, unless this Hummer's made of like lead or something, <laughs> <laughs> it's lead lined, right? Uh, but but yeah, she doesn't get cell phone, but she can send text. Which maybe I'm not cell phone savvy enough, but what, if you can only have a reception, how can you send I, a text? I honestly don't know, but uh, pretty, still seem, pretty lame. Yeah. Um. So the others realize that their seatbelts now are all stuck, that they can't be unbuckled. However, at this point, Leah never put hers on, so she's free to move around. And she's like going from one person, trying to get everybody's seatbelt on, but they they won't come undone at all. And now the guy from Saw, basically, his voice comes in <laughs> over the speakers, and he's like, you want to play a game? <laughs> it's basically what this Basically. It basically turns into Saw, and he tells them to keep their cameras rolling, that it's either shoot or be shot. You know, it's it's, it's really, it's it's saw ass. I it's, see you're all building good. good. Keep it going. <laughs> I just want to expect like a little clown on a tricycle roll that VIP room, right? Like, <laughs> just but like like disco lights in the background. Like, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. 
<laughs> what do you I mean? see it, Leo. Want to play again? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so the voice knows all their names, and Leah realizes that this person can somehow see them. And she starts. She, she takes out her lipstick. She finds the security, and she starts trying to uh, cover all the security cameras with her lipstick. And the voice tells her to stop, and then sprays her in the face with mace that comes squirting out on the cameras. <laughs> <But she's> just, <laughs> what? I know. So she's <laughs> what? She's blacking out the cameras because she's like, "Oh, we can see us. We can see who's here." So yeah, no, I guess it's not right, a bad no, idea. No, good move. Sure, good idea. Good move. That's a good idea. Starts putting out the cameras, and then she's just little. <laughs> <laughs> squirt of maze. It's basically like like the shitty old like clown flower gag. Like just like, like squirt that exactly. Flower. It's like the Joker has a daisy and Batman's going in for the smell and then yeah. squirt. You know. <laughs> well, why was this maze on a security camera? It's what is? Uh, it's so it's so it's so weird. Nine. Anyway, so he she gets hit with this stuff, and it seems like it about kills her. Yeah, it's like bear mace or something. <laughs> he then orders his girl, her girlfriend Alejandra, to clean off the cameras. And all right, like now, now some of us are going to come point when we coming into names. So let's go over this before we move on. Let's straighten out the kids' okay. names and their relationship. All right, I guess we should get to it. So first, we had like I said, we had the lesbian couple, Leah and Alejandra. One's blonde, one's brunette, brunette. kind of low, obviously Hispanic. Hispanic. Uh, and then we have. Kennedy, the guy Kennedy, white who, guy, white guy is who is dating Priscilla, the another brunette, white girl, yeah, white girl. Then we have the black couple Wally and Cien, and then lastly there's the new couple who we are with Parker and Junie, uh, the Asian girl, mm-hmm. and that that's it. That's the group makeup. But the relationships between these people do actually do are pretty Come important. It, it comes into play. So the next next the voice comes in and says, uh, next on the nightly agenda is dancing. And he orders them to get up to dance. Like, everybody, get up and dance. Uh, the seatbelts come unbuckled. Uh, everyone's free, but only two couples get up to dance. He tells everyone to dance, but yet only two, so four of, like, the eight get up to dance. Yeah, Kennedy and Kennedy and Priscilla, Priscilla and then Wally and Cien. And they dance. And they dance. Like and, a slow dance. Oh, God. And you watch the whole fucking thing oh, again. Yeah, and now, again, you would think this would be a great time to try that emergency door now that you're free. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, uh, or do something. do something, because the only thing that's been done so far is someone got sprayed with mace. Yes. A little squirt in the eye. A little squirt in the eye. Okay, sure, maybe the limo driver got shot and killed, but, you know. Yeah. Come on. You gotta try something. There's, yeah, at this point, you're like, okay. And so, yeah. So they... for three and a half, four minutes, oh, we God, watch. It's a five-minute scene. It's crazy. Again, in its entirety. The entire slow song is played, and we have to watch this entire thing as these two couples basically just slowly spin in a circle while doing a really shitty job of trying to act scared and crying. I mean, they're, the acting's not great. It's really... Ugh. And you think maybe it's a good time to, like, maybe kind of communicate a little bit, like, hey, try the door, or hey, what are we going to do? Or, you yeah, know, like, I mean, they're free. And they're but, just going... Mm, everybody's mm. free. The move oh. to do something, but like I said, half of them are just sitting on the bench to see just doing absolutely nothing, and the other two are just slowly spinning in a circle... And I swear to God, while watching this scene, I thought time had come to a stop. Like, I, it's so long and endless, it seems. The scene, it just drags. Finally, after the dancing, the, the saw voice tells Junie, who, Junie's like, I have to pee. So she's like, finding you people, you have to yeah. piss in an ice bucket in front of everybody. So it gets, it starts getting weird here. Yeah, it gets really weird. No. <sighs> it, it, it gets kind of disturbing, but yeah. it really shouldn't have been. Uh, 
she's got to pee, and he's like, go, you gotta, you go ahead and pee, pee the ice bucket in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, all right. all right, all right, you know. But she seems to be very traumatized by this. Yeah, it's like she's like in tears. Like it's like somebody just killed her grandma or something like that. That's yeah, too, it, it's, it's so it's a little over the top. The pee, the pee in an ice bucket. Plus, you know what? The other thing is, you have they need again another opportunity to make use of it. They had that second room. She could have gone to that, like, the VIP area, pee and come back. And, again, nobody, nobody. Even if you wouldn't let her back there, still, it's not that big a deal. No, it's You're really not. you just taking a leak in And there. their goddamn prom dress is so big and so poofy. So gigantic. Nobody's seen anything, anything. You put the bucket underneath their dress but and nobody can see. pulling it up all the way, and it's like, like she's crying, and yeah. you see the pee going, and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, she's squatchy, pissing the bucket. And once she's done, she's ordered to sit back down and buckle up. Uh, and this time, she doesn't sit in her original seat. She sits in, like, this, like, captain's, like, chair uh, that has a like a more of a regular-type seat. Right, but, like, with the, across the, the chest. The chest strap instead of just the lap buckle. Um, so, next, the voice tells Parker to pull out this bag that somehow, until now, no one's noticed was even on the limo until now. And it's not a small bag either. I mean, it's a pretty good-sized bag that just happened to be there yeah. this entire time. And nobody's like, oh, what's this bag it's doing here? It's a big here? black cloth big, bag. Yeah, real, real inconspicuous. <laughs> um, and uh, Parker pulls out a crown and tiara, you know, basically because they're going to the voice like, we're going to crown the prom king and queen. And the voice announces that Wally's the king and Priscilla is the queen, tells him to put on the crowns. And now the voice starts to dump out some dirty secret laundry. Uh, and the voice tells him that Priscilla cheated on Kennedy by fucking Sienna's boyfriend Wally, taking Wally's virginity. Uh, the you know the, now you know they're arguing back and forth like, oh my god, how could you cheat on me? Blah 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 blah. So all the fear, all the panic about their lives suddenly comes to a screeching halt when oh girl, you slept with my boyfriend. Yeah. What the fuck? Now becomes yeah, all the fear, terror. Now it, it basically breaks down to a Jerry Springer episode, right? Uh, it just without somebody throwing a chair. I mean, it's really that's what it's become. It's like I'm waiting for a studio audience to be like, "Oh, oh! <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, <Right>. Jerry!" <laughs> it was so. Mm, I don't think it's that girl's fault, but if this girl's got her weave all tied up in head, it's giving her a massive. Did I don't know where I'm going, but it's some bullshit like that. <laughs> oh God, it was so bad. It is. So the voice releases Cien's seatbelt. And this allows Sienna to tackle Priscilla to the floor and just beat the shit out of her. A la Jerry Springer. A la Jerry There it is. Yeah, I mean, she, again, she's just so furious about this. Yeah. She, like, spears her. <laughs> she does spear. Gets on top of her and starts wailing on her. Like, just straight up ground and pound. Like, yeah. Like, punching her into a bloody pulp. Yeah. Like, this is really uncharacteristic of everything we've seen so far of these people. Yeah. They're besties. Besties. They're all besties. They're having a great time and hugging and playing and, oh, they're, you know, they're just, just such great friends. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's some shit that came out. But then you turn into fucking, you know, UFC fight night all of a sudden. <laughs> And, you know, he just started whapping the shit out of her. Dude, Herb Dean would have stopped that fight about, you know, five punches before. She just kept going to town. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and the voice, like, everybody else is strapped in. They, they're forced to watch. Nobody can help. They're just like, you're going to watch this beatdown go on. 
now get, we're gonna skip ahead a bit here. And they're in, nothing that bothers me. They're in reaching distance. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's <laughs> so many that are in reaching distance that could just like grab her and pull her off. I mean, the aisle weighs like maybe a foot wide. Maybe <laughs> it's like it's such a it's a limo. It's this it's is like not a... hard to stop her. <laughs> this is not hard. No. Ugh. Uh, so again, we're gonna skip ahead a bit, and the voice starts. He basically at this point, the voice has planted the idea in all the kids' head that it's Grant. Behind is the guy that Leah rejected when uh, asked if she would go to prime with him, and she she said no. So now we get more arguing and yelling and bickering, um, and then we go on to the next thing on the the voices agenda, which is being sex between Kennedy and Cien. Now shit gets really fucking weird and, and creepy. Uh, Cien at first like refused, like no way, I'm not doing that. And the voices that's too bad. Now one of you will pay. So now one of the windows is rolled down. And the kids all like run away. They run to the back of the limo to get away from that 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 window. Uh, then the, another window rolls down. It's like, oh shit! So they run back to the front, and uh, and now for some reason, like their seatbelts are all in a buckle all of a sudden because they were yeah. just all strapped in. But all of a sudden, they're now all, they're all they're running all around. around. Like yeah, chickens were dead, uh, except for Junie, who's still restrained for some reason. Um, which that really bothers me because like everybody's just sitting there watching them fight, and you see them like. Oh, we can't get up. We're stuck in here. But now all of a sudden... Now they're, they're getting up and running, running around. Running all over the place. Uh, so another window rolls down, and the kids try to... You know, they run back to the front, and that's when uh, a gunshot's heard. Junie's face is just covered in blood as we see that Parker has been shot in the head and killed. So just, she gets a face full of blood. Yeah, she's covered. She's got the crimson mask going. <laughs> uh, now, the voice orders Wally and Kennedy to move the body to the front VIP section of that limo. Uh, so they can make room for Sienna and Kenny to the, the, the bone. Now, again, this is the only time that that little section that of the VIP area is, is used. ever it's, used. It's to put the bodies. It's to store the body, yeah. Like I said, this gets real creepy and weird now because uh, everyone is forced. It sits, it's, they're strapped in there. like, you're going to watch Sienna and Kenny have sex right here on the floor of the limousine. Uh, but, you know, it, hey, at least Kenny was prepared because he does pull out a condom. It's prom night, It's prom man. night. So, it's yeah, prom night. Of course, he's, he's armed and ready. He's, yeah, he's ready to go. Uh, and the two of them are timid <laughs> at first. You know, they're like, uh, sure. hesitant. I get that. And they're crying. And, and the voice the is like, no, no, no. I want the passion. Like, you better bring the passion. Get real busy. So Make it hot. Make it hot, yeah. <laughs> so now they start making out real hardcore now. they go And then they just go down to the floor and they go into fucking. Um, while this is going on, Priscilla, Kennedy's girl, is crying. So, Sienna mm-hmm. is riding Kennedy. She's yes. on top. Yes. And she's grinding away, and you can't really see anything, which because it's good, because they yeah. have their, you know, prom clothes, big prom dress on. But Priscilla just can't take it. No, hold but, on. Oh, go ahead. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll let you take that, but I'm saying, I was going to say, Wally is, like, you know, the, the other ops, the end of so many of them, he's doing his best to try to, like, look away and try and, like, fake cry. He's trying to cry, but he sucks at it. He's... he's <laughs> Uh, but Priscilla's watching this. Priscilla's watching, and she can't take this mm-hmm. anymore. You know, all these other motherfuckers are watching her, watching Sienna beat up Priscilla, can't do anything. But when it comes to fucking, <laughs> yeah. they're in striking distance all of a sudden <laughs> because Priscilla reaches over, grabs a bottle champagne of bottle. champagne, and <laughs> breaks it over Sienna's head. Just smashes her over the top of the head with this bottle. Just Pretty savagely. Yeah, it's vicious. No. <laughs> Violence we will let happen, yeah. but fucking no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we cannot stand for that. 
Is that just that's kind of commentary on America? <laughs> yeah, remember, we're always going sure. violence and stuff in TV and movies, but as mm. soon as some sex comes with nudity and sex, like oh my god, <gasps> the children, the children, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so everybody thinks like Sienna is out cold, but some people they think she's dead or something like that. Uh, get more shouting and pointing fingers and all it just blah garbage audio garbage going on. Uh, Kenny and Wally get into a fight. Uh, I, I use fight. It's basically Kenny kind of kind of punching Wally, but it's really pathetic looking. And Wally's still strapped in a seatbelt, so not, not yeah. They're just kind of like roughing each other. Yeah. Up. Uh, the voice breaks up by blasting like the siren or the speaker system and flooding the limb <laughs> with like red lights. Like it just became like you know a nuclear attack or something like right. It's like it's like, like a submarine the- diving. Yeah. <laughs> everything goes like this red red, yeah the red light and (laughs) are they going underwater (laughs) is this uh, one of those fancy cars that can go into the water and it's an amphibious yeah yeah it's just like a one of those ducks or something Uh, and then somehow i don't know how again he manages to tighten Junie's seatbelt around her neck and starts to strangle her with the seatbelt. I, I didn't see how this happened. I didn't see it. Did like, I blink or something? Because all of a sudden she's sitting, she's the one who's sitting in the captain chair type of seat. Yeah. And, you know, we go to DEFCON 5, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she's got a collar basically wrapped around her DEFCON neck. DEFCON 1, but yeah. Whatever. But she's, it's like wrapped around her neck and it's choking her. Yeah. And but wait, how did this that, happen? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like it's supposed to be the seatbelt, but again, the seatbelt that doesn't make any it's s- a diagonal slash. Right. Even if it was, it was point tight, it wouldn't be like a perfect like choker like around her neck. Like it was like noose. perfectly around her neck. Yeah, like it, it, you it, didn't see where it came from mm-hmm. or how it did it. All of a sudden, she's being choked by this. Yeah, it, it, again, it's just another awful like bad example. It's just, it, like what kind of car would like? What kind of trick is this? I mean, it's like this I, I mean, we obviously out. know that the limo has been tampered with and, yeah, like, and, and altered, but just the, the physics of this doesn't make sense. The angles, like, it just do- wouldn't work. Dude, that's some like 1960s James Bond shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, basically, though, she's able to cut her, barely able to cut herself free with by using a piece of like broken glass from the bottle. Right. I think yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what it is. Uh, once she's free, the red lights inside her just stop. It's like just instantaneous. Yeah, when which she's is also really when weird she cuts too. herself free, it's like okay, okay, we're good. All right, we're good. It, which again, it's an odd thing. Like, why would they just stop? Like, were they rigged to stop if somebody cuts through the seatbelt? And if that's the was case, the guy watching, he's like, ah, she's free. Okay, I'm turning off. And again, <laughs> if she cut through the seatbelt, the guy should have watched. He would have seen that. Why didn't she start passing that piece of glass to everybody? I was like, all right, guys, cut through your seatbelt instead of just sitting there restrained the whole time. Nope. They nope. just, again, sit there and take it. So now the limo goes completely dark. And the lights come back on, and there standing in the limousine is the man behind the voice. And he's wearing all black, and he holds a gun in one hand. With his sweet mask. And this course. is where, yeah, this is where I go into, yeah. Um, we've already talked about the mask. So, of course, this means now that we also get, we add the killer's POV to our never-ending list of shitty camera angles. <laughs> And what makes it even worse is that the, when we're in the killer's POV, everything's distorted. Like a funhouse mirror. Exactly. It's like a funhouse mirror or like he's high on LSD or something like that. Right. And Which, again, I have to say, I ran about this. It makes zero fucking sense to me if you think about it. Because why would the killer, who at this point has relied on basically precision and all this like finally laid out. Incredible it, control. It, it, control. 
make sure you know make, to make sure everything he's going wants the way he wants goes the way he wants to wear a mask that distorts his vision to the point it actually hurts my eyes watching this to try because you can't focus on anything. You can't. And I mean, this would put any person who's wearing this mask at a serious disadvantage, and which makes zero sense for the killer. It, it would make more sense if the killer had done something to all the kids to distort their image to make them all blurry and the fuck with their heads even more. That would spike make, the punch, baby. Spike the punch for like they're all restrained anyway. Make put something over their heads that make them see like it makes zero sense that he would see like this weird like distorted funhouse mirror underwater like right. blurriness. I can't comprehend why they would do this. And again, why they think that's a good idea. It, I hate it. I hate it. So. Did I say I hate it? Yeah, I think you did. Because I, I hate it. I really hate it. Uh, anyway, so he goes on to the next thing. He starts going to each king, like talking. And he, I don't fucking care what he says to him. But he ends up at Alejandra in the back. And basically, he just makes her give his gun a blowjob. Yeah. He's like, yeah. suck my gun. So, again, he's, he's you know, they're thinking it's Grant, and it's, you know, he's saying, I, I should have been with her freaking lesbians. Have you ever sucked a cock? Suck it. And just, like, just jamming the gun in her mouth. And it's like, all right, you see, you seen porn these days. Of course, she's like, gagging on it, spitting. It's kind of like, Ugh. Yeah, and then after the gun blowjob, he makes Alejandro strip down butt naked. Then he turns to Kennedy and makes him strip down too. Uh, the killer then has Alejandro put on Kennedy's tux and pants, like his whole outfit, because the killer basically calls her the man in the lesbian relationship. You want to be the man in this relationship? Here, wear the man's clothes or something like that. Some bullshit. And Kennedy, however, is left naked. This guy, poor guy, just left <laughs> poor butt dude. naked. Poor dude. Um, so, at first, I thought... I thought he was going to have sex with Alejandro or whatever her name is. And I'm like, man, this is a good night for this guy. He's not doing too bad. (laughs) I kind of thought that too. And I was like, oh, is he going to put Kennedy in the dress? Like, what's going on? (laughs) But either way, like, Kennedy, you're still up on top here. You still had sex when everybody else didn't. So you're still Prom night goal achieved. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Um, Not the way I wanted it, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Check it off the list. <laughs> so now Cien, she pops back up. Uh, the killer spins around, and I think she punches him in the nuts. I'm not sure, but he drops his gun. No, it was the two lesbian girls. Like once she started to get up, they kind of the killer is distracted. They whack him and punch him or rough him up, and the, he drops the gun. Is that what happened? Okay, he I... drops the gun, and they they. The kids in the aisle, since they're all restrained, are kicking it down the aisle towards Sienna. Yeah, I saw. I know is he drops yeah. a gun and it ends up in her hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now every all the kids are yelling at her to shoot this motherfucker. Like shoot the motherfucker, shoot him. Right. And even the killer says, "Yes, shoot this motherfucker." <laughs> and Sienna pulls. She he has a gun. She pulls the trigger and she shoots Junie in the chest, killing her. Sure. Because why not? Uh, and then the killer punches Kennedy just for the hell of it as he walks past them on his way to CN. Like, there's no reason. He just gets he sucker punched. He's naked and gets nailed. <laughs> naked and punched in the face. Um, and he he walks up and he says, and he walks up to CN and he tell, says to her, you're right, these are some sneaky bitches. And, bum, bum, bum. and then the killer dumps the bucket of piss over Wally, who for some reason was unconscious, waking him up. 
Like, I don't understand where he went unconscious I think this whole he got thing. unconscious when he was kind of getting roughed up by Kennedy, I think. I, I'm not even sure. It doesn't matter. I don't think so, because when the siren goes off, everybody, they show him, like, holding their ears and screaming, like, ah, and the red lights, but he's awake there. And then I I'm pretty know. sure a gun, like, the gunshot, right, because Junie is sitting right next to him. Because at first I thought Sian shot Wally, like, oh, no, she shot Makes Junie. Sense. right. So a bullet basically went right past him, and a gun went off, like, less than three feet away from him, and he's still unconscious. Like, <laughs> But no, it takes a bucket of piss to wake him That'll up. That'll wake you up. Not even cold piss. Well, maybe. It's been on ice. But I mean, warm <laughs> piss. It's just... <sighs> anyway. So, Cian starts to caress, like, the killer's disco mask. So now there, she's in on it. Yeah. So she's, in, she's in on the whole thing. She is. Since, since the whole beginning, she's been in on the whole thing. Yes. So she's privy to the whole scenario. Yep. So... There's no, but the thing that bugs me about this is getting whacked in the head with a champagne bottle. Well, she didn't plan on that one happening, right? And but it still worked out just perfectly for them. Yeah, it really you know, did. It's just what? Yeah, <sighs> it, it, it pretty much did. Um, yeah. So Water's like, "Cian, what's going on? What's happening?" And she's like, and she calls him, turns to him, and says, "This is payback." And now she kind of snaps, and she 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 says to him, "Like, how does it feel to watch me fuck your best friend?" She turns to the others who she accuses of knowing about Priscilla and Wally fucking, but never told her about it. Like, you knew about this, but you didn't tell me. You left, you know. Um, she tells them that the killer, the voice, is not Grant or Greg or whoever the guy thought that it was, uh, but just a close friend. She's like, oh, it's just a, just a close, just a friend. You know, that's all we know. Alejandra pleads, and, hey, I knew nothing about Priscilla and right. Wally. I'm new to this group. And she's like, well, you're just collateral damage, bitch. Like, you're just <laughs> sorry, but you're, you know. Ugh. Bitches be tripping. Yep. Uh, Priscilla manages, again, cut herself free with a piece of broken tiara or glass. Or, <laughs> so, again, now we're two just, for two on cutting people free. So, why hasn't everybody done this for right. the entire movie? Just find some debris. You'll be fine. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, she, Priscilla lunges at Sienna. Spear Sienna. She, she spears here. And like, it, again, uh, I'll kill you, bitch. And, and comes Jerry. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> or Steve, the security guy, <laughs> pulling apart. Well, I can't believe they got fucking got his own sh- basically Jerry yeah, Spears. That's yeah. ridiculous. Anyway, um, so Sienna falls backwards. Priscilla goes to leap on top of her. However, Sienna manages to get one of her feet up in time. And her high heel impales Priscilla through her soft eye hole, killing her. Soft eye hole. Soft eye hole. Nicely done. Yep. <sighs> uh, so, <laughs> there's our death. There's, an, our, there's our second there's Priscilla. death. Priscilla. Uh, Sienna stands back up. Wally pleads with her to stop. The killer is like, just, just shoot him. Just shoot the guy. And what happens next is such complete... Bullshit, in my opinion. You have a cold-blooded killer yep. who has elaborately set up this whole scenario Yep, in cahoots with Daft Punk. <laughs> yes, with Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes the scene where it's the money shot. It's the guy who cheated on you with the girl. You just soft eye holder with your high heel. <laughs> you got him dead to rights, and he goes, I love you, baby. Yeah. he Because mm, Wally starts saying, Hey, baby, Sien didn't mean anything to me. I'm, You know, I love you. I want to be with you, Sien. And Sien then breaks down and cries a bit, says, I love you, too. Again, the killer's like, what, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> shoot him. <laughs> uh, and she says she can't because she loves him. She turns the gun on the killer, pulls the trigger, but just gets click, click, click. Uh-oh. 
The killer now pulls out a second gun. Sure. Shoots Wally in the head, square in the head, and then turns around, shoots Sienna square in the forehead. So fast. Like, boom, boom. boom. Just like Doc Holliday. Yeah. Like, okay, Corral. Corral. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. Quick draw bullshit. Um, this is gunslinger. So there goes one of your vi- villains. Yeah, the girl behind everything yeah. now is now dead. <laughs> Why the guy she apparently hired to help with all this, but she's like, fuck it, I'm killing you. Ah! <laughs> it makes zero sense. None of this makes any sense. This is making me nauseous. And the other problem I have with this is the whole love bullshit. Like, why would in the world would CN believe Wally in the first place? You'd expect him to say this. Yeah, everybody knows that people will say anything like this in, in a situation like this if they think it will help them to survive. And... I mean, if she planned this whole thing all along, she this this takes months of planning, like a long time. A simple plea saying, "Baby, I love you," throws it all away. She she's been planning to kill him and everybody for months, and so and you would imagine these guys are dating, and she's so she's holding up this ruse, like still being the loving girlfriend, so keeping in character. character. And Wally's planning this whole time, like, "I love you, baby, love you, baby," telling her all this stuff, but doesn't melt her heart. She's still planning on killing him, but now all of a sudden, oh. Oh, I can't. I can't. Now. I can't. Uh, also, what bothers me about is the fact that Wally says the way he says, "Cien, Priscilla didn't mean anything to me. I love you." is so unconvincing. <laughs> it's so fake. It's like, uh, yeah, she didn't mean anything to me. Like, she, it's so she didn't mean anything <laughs> to me, baby. Come on. It was so transparent. It's like, uh, uh, it's, it's like the kid getting caught with his hand in the cookie jar. Right. It's like, uh, wasn't me <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> like, didn't mean anything to me. <laughs> So dog shit. It's awful. So anyway, the killer hears Leah's cell phone beep and sees all the text she's been saying to her father and his replies. He punches her in the face, then tells Kenny Kennedy to get out and orders him into the driver's seat and tells him to start driving. So now we, up front we have the killer in the passenger seat, naked Kennedy driving the limo. <laughs> the killer rolls down the privacy screen. Tells okay now this is again where it gets really fucking confusing because this whole movie we kind of had the the impression that Leah and Kennedy have been in the back of the limo, but when they roll this privacy screen now yep. they're right there behind the driver's right. side, which again makes zero sense because they walked the other way. They did walk the other way, which also then means when the the killer got into the limo, he would have walked all the way around to the back. It doesn't make any sense no. how this limo is set up based on these camera angles. Nothing makes sense. So, anyway, he, he he tells Leah and Alejandro that this has been a pleasure, but they've reached the last dance. He rolls the screen back up, and uh, the rear of the limousine is flooded with some sort of gas. Because, again, he's a secret agent with gas. That sure, just, nerve agent gas. Very, Why not? Keep your hands on that. He's really got easy. sarin gas. He's got, a, he's got connections with Assad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, and, and basically, he just slowly kills the two remaining girls. Yeah. So they're, they're, they die. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. It just starts flooding with this gas. My first thought is, it's like, oh, it's like the, the smoke effect. All yeah. right, yeah, <laughs> like, cool. It's party time. You know, yeah, we can get the lights going. We get the smoke effect. Uh, oh, wait, it's poison gas? Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what? Another thing they've never even tried. At this point, you might as well try because they're not restrained anymore. The seatbelts are free. Again, still not trying the emergency door. No. Didn't try the regular door. Uh, And not once did anybody ever try to break the windows 
at all. The glass, which these, I mean, it's a regular number. It's not the fucking president's level. It's not bulletproof glass, I'm pretty sure. And we've seen other people, if you hit, you know, take a high heel and you could smash a window out, if done right, or kick it. They don't even try. Like, they could have kicked out that window, at least gotten some fresh air, maybe the gas would have gone out. Sure. Or, you know, the skylight bailed out. Something. They don't make, they make zero attempt to make the ever try to escape to better their situation in this movie. And another thing with these seatbelts, and I, I mean, they're just the lap belts. Yeah. And these are not big people. They're all pretty fit. Right. And I'm kind of a big guy, but I still think I could wiggle my way out of just a lap belt. You know, I mean, just kind of push myself up, do some wiggling. It'd be, it'd be a, you know, maybe take a minute or two, but I think I could do it. And I think definitely some of these gals could do it. Yeah. Could definitely be able to wiggle out of these seats, no problem. Uh, that was one of the problems I had with it, too. You yeah, know, I mean, and not only trying to cut yourself free, and apparently they can do that they fine. They can do that, yeah. Two but two. not even trying to, like, wiggle your way out of it. Yeah, like I said, they make zero attempt to ever really better their situation about this entire mm-hmm. movie. They're just fucksville. Yeah, they, they just basically... <laughs> Take it. They accept it and just whatever. They take it, Marshall. They take, they it. take it. They take it like a good girl. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I well, I know we're, we're uh, sucking. Uh, we're giving guns good, blowjobs yeah, and blowjobs. forcing teens to pee in buckets and, and have, have sex. sex so yeah. why not? Why not? Sit back and take some more <laughs> from us this time. <laughs> so now the police chase is in full effect. The killer is having Kenny like drive the limo all around. Eventually, after a few minutes of police chase. uh, he tells Kenny to stop and to get out and run. And no matter what, you are not to stop running. You better keep running. So they do. He hops out. We, and, and the police chase after a naked Kennedy who is brought down by a police dog. And he's running out. He's got his arms yes, up. Which I think is high. a bit ex- <clears throat> excessive here because, one, he's clearly not armed. He's butt yeah. naked. Uh, arms up. And his arms are raised above hands his head. Hands open. Yeah, hands open. <clears throat> And you can see it from the ke- the helicopter, helicopter shot. Helicopter, yeah, the the police chapter. Um, so once he's caught, Kenny like frantically tries to him like, "Hey, there's somebody else in limo. It's not me. There's somebody else." But the cops aren't listening. Like, yeah, whatever. Now we cut to some f- random female news field reporter reporting on the events of the Breaking night. News. And she mentions that the police are looking for another suspect that slipped away in the chaos. Holy shit! Are you fucking kidding me? Because. There were, these have to be some seriously shitty and inept cops. There's no way I don't think that the cops would have left the limo unattended to go chase down a naked teenager. They show a helicopter, like 10 yeah. police cars following this and SUV. Exactly, and there's only like three or like three or four cops that go chasing after him, plus the cop, the, the police dog. So the rest of them go, all right, you got it? Yeah, all right, we're, we'll, head back to, we'll head back to uh, HQ. I'm going to stop by Duncan for you yeah, guys, exactly. okay? Exactly, well, don't but I, Jimmy, I, love, I know you like the cream filled. <laughs> I got you, Jimmy. I'll see you back at the station. But like I said, yeah, especially the helicopter, the, the police car with the spotlight directly on the limousine hovering right above it. I'm just, there's, sorry, there's no man, wait, a man in a disco ball mask, which would be reflecting all this light, by the way, would be able to just slip away from a small army of cops right. on, the, on the scene. Even if he takes the disco ball mask off, there's no way he gets out of that limo unseen and slips away in this chaos. It's ridiculous. It's utterly bullshit. It, it's that's a shitty right. Like that's just a fucking bullshit excuse, right? So anyway, now we have this pair of detectives talking to Kennedy, who's in the back of a cop car. They ask him what happened. <laughs> they haven't given him any clothes. No, he's still he's naked. Still just naked. We still have like basically a seventeen-year-old kid naked in the back of a cop car. And the cops are like reaming him. Yeah, and they, no, they didn't even give like the blanket. Like you see, like people like traumatized. They just give him like a blanket. Like no, no blanket on this guy. Just naked in the back of a cop car. <laughs> 
Fuck you, kid. Fuck you. <laughs> so they ask him, they show him that they say that they found another body in the trunk, the body of the chauffeur in the trunk. And the detectives show him the chauffeur's license, and when we see it, dun dun dun, it's totally a different guy than the chauffeur we saw because uh, the dude in like it's a goofy looking white guy in the, yeah. in the license, and we the the, the one we saw it was a semi large black middle aged black guy, kind of yeah. big too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny's driven away as Leah's parents rush in, want to know where their daughter is. Uh, we cut to the next day. The two detectives pull up to some ghetto. Auto body shop called Lords of Customs, spelled ridiculously, but everything is a Z and a K. It's, <laughs> uh, That's how you know it's true hood. It's got street cred. We misspell things we, here. Yeah, we do. We're true street. Uh, where Mr. Vane, shit you not, mis- they call it Mr. Vane. Really? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on a car, blaring rap music. And the detectives ask, start, you know, they ask him some basic questions. The funny thing was, they're asking questions like the first five, or, like the first minute or two of this dialogue is just talked over this ridiculously loud rap music. Yeah. And the first thing I would ask, be like, "Hey, can you turn that off, please?" Yeah, exactly. That'd be the first thing. Like, yeah. When a cop, pull, if you ever get pulled over in a car, you know, they're like, "These, like, can you turn your radio down?" It's the first thing they say to you before like, you know the license registration or anything else. Yeah, I, I agree. That'd be the first thing they should have said: is, turn, "Turn this music. Up. We have to talk. This is serious." Um, so they, you know, they ask like, do you know CN Miller and have you ever worked in a, on a limo or company, like work for a limo company, do, work on their limo? And he's being guy? real, like he's answering the questions, which you can tell he's being confrontational. He's just like, no, I don't know. Yeah. I recognize a lot of people, but I work with people. I don't know. I, said, it I, I doesn't come to my area. Yeah. He's like, I didn't you say did? I didn't know her, but I'm saying, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> He's being real vague yeah, and kind of yeah. like confrontational about it all. So they finally ask him to turn down his music. So he walks to a desk on the other side of the room where we see another large boombox just sitting on the desk counter. Um, he bends down and pulls out a gun from the bottom drawer of his desk, kicks the drawer closed with his foot, blackout, two gunshots, roll credits. That's prom ride. Fucking A. <sighs> Oh. <sighs> <sighs> sorry, man. Sorry, guys. Just give us a minute here, because this movie is just. Uh... I think I, you know, smoking ages you, drugs ages <laughs> you, alcohol. This movie just aged me. <laughs> I don't think I'm, if I keep this up, I don't think I'm going to see eighty. <laughs> <laughs> it's not from hard living. It's from watching some of these fucking movies. All right, with that said, let's go into favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right, not a whole lot to choose from. They all suck. They're all just gunshots. But what what's what do you got? Aaron? I mean, it's really hard to say what your favorite kill is because there's nothing unique about any of them. No, nope, I mean we not. have gunshot, gunshot, gunshot. Was well, there um, one particular person you, that you were gunshots. happy to see die over the four, others? Yeah, I mean. God, I guess my favorite was my favorite person to watch die was probably Sienna because I was like, oh, well, you're the one who started all this and now you just got shot. But really, I guess the best death was Priscilla getting the heel in the soft eye hole. Yep. So that's probably my favorite. Kill. Um, I know it surprised me too. Same one. Yeah. Everything just shot. Um, yeah, I agree. Like the, I, the the opposite though, the only person I I felt bad for was uh. 
was Leah. Like she, like she didn't really have anything to do with. Like she, her... I felt bad for all of them. Really, they didn't have anything to do well, with. Well, it, you know, well, yeah, shit. but at the like, same time, like they are also goddamn annoying. The though. dude who got killed in the beginning, he didn't have anything. He was he he just wanted to ask the cute well, Asian Mark, girl. Yeah. You know, just, both that couple just got fucked over. Alejandra got fucked. She yeah, had nothing she's, to do with it. She's, she's the outside. She's like, I don't even know you, motherfucker. But at the same time, but the, all the girls were so. Damn annoying in the beginning of the movie. I was like, kill them they all at this all point. Are. They Just were kill them all. All annoying. Um, so yeah, real quick, symbol. There you go. They, they, they're both going with the uh, stiletto heel into the eye. Uh, let's move on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, uh, odds and ends this week. This is going to go pretty quickly. Shit. Uh, so, ratings, IMDb gives it a 3.4 out of 10. Uh, Ryan, That's really low. Rotten Tomatoes, absolutely nothing. No Tomorrow score or audience score. There's nothing there. And Amazon gives it a 2.6 out of 5. Uh, plot keywords, there are nine plot keywords, so I just I wrote them all down here. Uh, we have prom, girls fighting, humiliation, lesbian kissing, topless female nudity, forced to strip, forced sex, and we gotta love it. Back again after taking a week off. We have panties and black panties. Panties are back. Panty lovers are back. Panty <laughs> lovers. I can't believe you guys missed last week. I know. Hey. So many panties. Yeah. How'd you miss that? Uh, but yeah. And that's it. That's it. Uh, trivia. Moving on trivia. Not a goddamn thing this week. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to be known about this. I huh? couldn't find anything. And to be honest, I didn't dig too deep. I just. <laughs> This movie just sucked everything out of me. And same with the budget. No budget again this week. Oh, either. well, I was going to have a guess. Well, get, oh, by all means, the guess. I'd love to hear it. So the low, it's definitely going to be on the low end of the spectrum because, I mean, these are nobody, no main actors except right. for Mr. Vane, I guess. <laughs> You're uh, so vain. <laughs> uh, everything's shot in this Hummer. So you just have to pay for the rental, the rental. <laughs> you know, or if it's a set, it's a tiny set, you know. Well, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they shot in the real because, again, they didn't, all they were basically using were security cameras and camera phones. So it's not like yeah, they had to get a yeah, lot of I mean, equipment in there. You had shitty equipment, so I'd probably say, you know. This movie was shot on an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, and it was recent. I'd say $30,000, you know, or under. 30000 and under. That's not a bad guess. You know? I, 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 yeah, it's probably a pretty solid guess, I would, I would imagine. Um. All right, let's move on to five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. All right. Five-star reviews from Dwayne D's. Once you get through all the dumb kids getting ready for the prom stuff, <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> so the last 20 minutes of the movie, it's all right. <laughs> It's pretty good. It's, it's dumb kids. It's like, how's that a five star review? It's maybe a three at best. It's like, what do you throw all this shit? It's okay. <laughs> but five stars. Um, from an Amazon customer. I actually really enjoyed this movie for everything it was and wasn't. I feel like Hollywood has been lacking raw, classic, realistic murder mystery horror films. Well, I wasn't a huge fan of the camera work at times, it did work well with the plot. I think the ending was especially well done considering I spent the entire film worrying it was going to be some typical PG-13 ending. The acting got better overall throughout the movie. The standout of the movie was the actor who played Kennedy. The actress who played Leah, also a strong performer. Five stars. Uh, from another Amazon customer, the best part of was them singing about buying a prom dress. <laughs> Not. Movie sucked. Five stars. What? <laughs> First of all, 
That's the first, like, not joke I think I've heard since, like, Borat. In a long time. <laughs> right. And even then, it was, like, tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just wait for next viewer to psych. Well, the 90s are coming back, man. Things of the 90s are coming back into style. How do you put movies suck, but then put it five stars? <sighs> anyway, and then, uh, Darnetta, uh, hold on. All right, just say, seriously, this was under the five-star reviews. She, Darnita, was a good movie, four stars, but gave it five stars. Weird. Yeah, she literally writes four stars, but then there's a, but gave it a full five stars. Do we have, like, dyslexic or someone who just can't understand numbers Numbers. and a rating system? I I don't, it's really weird. Yeah. Now, there, um, there are other more, there were more five-star reviews, but they're all basically talking about the twist, Andy, and like, oh, blah, 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 they're all the same, so we moved on. Now, because this movie sucks so much horse shit, uh, we're going to go into one-star reviews. Because there were 38% of the reviews were all one-star. That's four pages worth of one-star reviews. Nice. So, plus I have to I make up time because I have no trivia or anything else. So, we're going fill- <laughs> to have some filler. <laughs> much like this movie had filler. Much like this movie. So, uh, we're going to do it a service yeah. and uh, honor its uh, efforts. Yeah. Uh, so, from just an Amazon customer. The movie had no point to it, as we never find out the murderer's motive. I don't understand why Sienna hired someone for revenge and then got killed by him anyway. The Kennedy-Sienna sex scene just made me feel dirty for supposedly watching teens forced to have sex. Again, there is no point to the killings, and the end just left me wondering why I just watched this movie one star. James Fitzgerald. Horribly acted, miserably filmed, and just pa-unfulfilled to watch. Typo. I don't know what he meant by that. Um... The plot is so ludicrous, it's beyond laughable. Laughable. When I started to realize that the movie hated all of its female characters, I stopped being funny and turned ugly. For shame, one star. I hear you, James. From Amanda Montana. <laughs> Do you like musicals? 13 or so minutes in, it's basically a legit musical production. Bizarre and sucky. Don't do it. One star. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Amanda, it's actually seven minutes into yeah. the movie. It's not even 13. Uh, and from... All right, we got two left. All right, these are a little longer, but I will we'll get through. From customer, I don't know how to adequately express what an absolute heap this movie is. I knew going into it that prom themed horror is tired, hacky niche, but good grief, the acting is just so ridiculous. I mean, if you're going to cast people in their late twenties to be teenagers, you might as well find some with a modicum of acting ability. And then there's the fact that that the discussion around the writer's director's flagrant hatred for women could fill multiple volumes. Like, holy cow, someone hurt this dude, and she left him totally bereft of any ability to hide his misogyny. That's definitely the most putrid thing in this already crap excuse for a film. Even though it's been discussed at nauseam in the views for this movie, the promposal, yak, is enough to make you want to jump out of your skin and cancel music and dancing for the rest of your life. <laughs> you sit through that, and you're not even rewarded with an ending that makes sense. The killer's motives are never explained, so so suffice to say, it was very thin, uh, very thin story-wise. All that said, it's possible that the filmmakers only made this movie to see how long the audience could hold out, like an endurance test of sorts. So if you feel like testing your limits of your mind, enjoy the picture one star. Now, the last one. Okay. Last, that was a pretty good, pretty good argument there. Yeah. Last one from Chris. <clears throat> These are kids. If you're going to... If, the, yeah, if they're going to the high school prom, they're all 17 to 18 years old tops. 
All the graphic sexual content you're watching is of underage kids. The boy and girl are forced to have sex. One kid is forced to simulate fellatio on a gun. The lesbians passionately kissing. The naked girl, the naked boy. These are all minors or barely not. It's beyond creepy. Am I the only one that has a problem with this? I'm 29. I'm just baffled as to how this even got made. There's nothing germane to the ex- existent plot about their being in high school. Couldn't the writers have made them college-aged, hiring a limo for college homecoming or celebrating co- college graduation? If they wanted to make a sexually explicit horror, why would they sit it in, set it in high school? I'm not even going to get into how bad the story is or the lame music video beginning or anything else. I think this is my first one-star review ever. I had to keep looking away. I felt so creepy, and I'm not a prude. Everyone has to feel like they have to defend themselves yeah. and say things like that. Uh, the whole forced sex thing at gunpoint, I don't know. Maybe it would be hot or interesting or something as part of a horror movie, and I'd be open to checking that out if they were adults. <laughs> <laughs> so it takes an interesting turn right yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> really interesting. Uh, the whole time I was watching this, I kept thinking at any moment, Chris Hansen was going to show up in my living room and say, why don't you take a seat right over there? <laughs> One star. That's pretty funny. But I mean, but horror movies have been doing that for years. All the Friday Thirteenth, uh, Friday Thirteenth movies. So many of them are high school students. So Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, that's how it started. They were all high school students, yeah. and they're having sex, and they're doing that stuff. Well, I think it's not so much they're, they're having sex; it's just that somebody's like forcing them to do it, and and in front of other people. And that's fine. I mean, that's something I I can agree with. Say, yeah, the forced sex is a very uncomfortable, weird thing. But to bring up the fact that they're high school students when it, and, yeah, you know, like every high, yeah, it just doesn't. I mean, I mean, that's how high school the if that's horror your, movies. Exactly. If, if that's if that's one of your major arguments, then you know you're kind of throwing yourself under the bus there because horror movies have been doing that forever. forever yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, ho- been... the original Halloween. There are high school kids babysitting. Tons of them. Yeah. It's, I it's mean, all, I, you can just go you down. Can yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes. The the four sex. Sure, I agree. That was a little that, but that's part of the uh, factor. The uh, you know, <laughs> We're forcing them to have sex. Yeah, trying- Even though the one who's doing it on top knew about knew it in the about first it. place. She so, planned it out. Yeah. So she knew she was going to have sex with so Kennedy. So the true victim is Kennedy. Kennedy, yeah. Kennedy is, yeah. The, is the victim in that. And the survivor. Yeah. <laughs> the one who lived. He did survive. Yeah. Which is another weird thing because uh, you talk about how um, they, a lot of people in these comments talk about how the, they think the ride director hated women. women. Mm. And you can't look about it. This was one where a guy survived, not a girl. So all the girls died. All the girls died. Uh, it basically per- has all the girls as sluts, cheating, or you know something that all something wrong with them in, in his point of view. Like, Making it, them do fellatio inter- on a gun. It's an interesting idea, but at the same time, I don't know if I'm fully on board that yeah, he hates women and all together. It's just it's there's something there. There's though. there's something there, but I'm yeah. not sure um, if, if if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, it's interesting. So figure it out for yourself if you. But I don't recommend it. Um, yeah, so uh, let's wrap it up. Dare wrap you it. even ask me? Yeah, I know, I know, but we have to, you know, for yeah. the record. So, <clears throat> prom night or prom ride? Pardon me. Prom ride. Wish we did prom night. Right. <laughs> prom ride. You know, in when I first kind of knew what we we're going with, I mean. It almost made me think of maybe this is almost a modern type of spin. On like Terror Train, you know when we watch. Oh yeah, that. I could I could see that instead of a train, modernize it to a limo. I, yeah, I, I kind of see that. I kind of thought that, but and there's the, the 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 limousine itself is wired 
you know, to do certain things. It sprays mace at somebody. It does a strangulation. It makes the supersonic loud noise. But all the deaths are just gunshots. Yep. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't going to save the movie. But I just wish the the limo itself was rigged more for just fun kills. You know, like if a spike shot through a seat or something like that, or someone got electrocuted. Or I, I honestly, I agree. With you. I can't agree. With you. I th- they should just let Junie get strangled. If she yeah. got strangled by a seat, yeah. though, even though as ridiculous as it was, yeah, it would have been unique. Been, yeah, it would have been something. And it, it seemed like that's kind of the way they were going with it. Shot Mace at her, and you know, different. And but it just what the fuck. Just have some fun with it. It's prom ride. They're trapped on this. And if it was killing them at random or something, that could have been a little more fun. I don't think it would save the movie because the writing was dog shit. Mm-hmm. The camera's angle were fucking making me nauseous. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't stand anything about the killer. I thought, you know, <laughs> I wish Daft Punk would sue them for <laughs> copyright infringement. So bad and scary. Couldn't stand it. Right. Couldn't okay. stand it. Stay away. <laughs> like other movies, I'm kind of like, oh, it's kind of fun or stupid. Or no, there's nothing good about this one. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, I, I'm Brian Shotgun with you on this ride. <laughs> um, it, I, everything you said and more. I, I hated this movie. It's just awful. Uh, well, I, I'll even take it as far as this movie. I will rank this movie. I, I have... How do I say it? Um, I almost relate to this movie. It's as bad as, like, Trapdoor was. Like, I, it's that bad. Like, it's... This one might make a little bit more sense than Trapdoor, but it's just <laughs> as bad. Like, it's it's awful. It's really Nothing bad. about this movie is redeeming. I mean, even the nudity can't really save you, like, save the movie. It's it's just... It's beyond bad. Yeah. It's, and it's not that it looks bad. I mean, the quality, film quality is fine, but, again, the camera angles are nauseous. You know what? Fuck it. Aaron, everything you said, I agree with. It, it's just the shitty, shit, 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 shitty, shit, shit. Um, yeah. Okay. Stay, 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 stay far away. Stay far away. Let me read you the text messages I was sending the Marshall. Thank you. I was meant to bring my phone, but I didn't bring it into into the studio. But uh, as I, I was watching this, because Marshall, he's he's the go getter. He's the guy who finds the movies and brings in the table and says, "Hey, man, this is movie we're going to do." But you know, I'm like, he's like, "Okay, we're going to do this," and then I started watching it. And these were the text messages I sent. First one was, I may have to throw you out of a moving car. 15 minutes in this movie and I'm nauseous and full of rage. Next one, I may have to macho man elbow drop my TV to make this stop. Next one, I need to wash my eyes with acid. Next one, I'm going to fill my ears with boiling cheese to end the pain. Last one, I'm probably going to have to call in sick to work tomorrow because of this movie. Because god damn was it horrible. All that while I'm watching this film. Yeah. And I just couldn't take it. I mean, even the killer wasn't even cool. Like nothing. We could, I could rant on about on about this movie, but you know what? I'm going to spare you guys. It. We're done. We're we're just any. I can't do this anymore. This, this <laughs> I can't. I I can't. This this ride's come to a stop. Call it time of death. Time of death. Yeah. <laughs> we're done. Do we even make an hour? We barely. Okay. Yeah, we, we did. Uh, all right, wow. movie dudes. If you stuck with us for this one. Good on you. We appreciate it. Good job. <laughs> Jeez. 
We'll be back next week with a different horror movie. So in the meantime, watch more horror movies. And, and uh, you can always find us at Facebook. Oh, shit. God, yes. see, this movie is making... I can't even think anymore. <laughs> I forgot about the plugs. Aaron, plug away. Well, you can always find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. It's so bad, it's scary. Of course, our website, uh, which is uh, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. Um you can also listen to us on iTunes, listen to us on Google Play, listen to us on Podbean, as well as our website, again, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com, where you can stream them as well. Uh, we've been gaining some more Facebook followers, so if anybody new is listening, this is not our typical go. This is not <laughs> our typical go. We usually have a little bit more fun, but this one was so bad. There's <laughs> <laughs> ah! a taste in your mouth. I, I uh, Yeah. All right, let's try this again. We'll be back next week with another horror movie. So in the meantime, watch more horror, and remember, guys, to always keep it tight, y'all.